Welcome to the Refresh from Insider. I'm Rob Gunther. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Tuesday, November 1st, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we play the biography news game Who Wrote What? But first, here's the latest. The suspect in the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband will appear in court today. In addition to federal charges, David DePap faces state charges, including attempted murder, kidnapping, and retaliating against a federal official. San Francisco DA Brooke Jenkins says we now know the attack was politically motivated. What is clear based on the evidence that we have thus far is that this House and the Speaker herself were specifically targets of the defendant. Jenkins also says DePap told officers he wanted to break Nancy Pelosi's kneecaps. President Biden is calling out oil companies who are turning record profits, arguing they need to use some of that money to lower gas prices. Biden says the extra profits are being driven by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. It's time for these companies to stop war profiteering, meet their responsibilities to this country, and give the American people a break and still do very well. Oil companies say they are giving the money back to the people. It's just that it's in the form of shareholder dividends and stock buybacks. Biden's comments follow record high earnings reports from Shell, Exxon and Chevron. The president warned that if companies don't start investing in their consumers instead of their wealthy investors, he'll work with Congress to pass a so-called windfall tax on profits that exceed their typical earnings. Job postings traditionally don't list how much a position pays. This mostly benefits employers, and it tends to reinforce gender and racial pay gaps, while a new pay transparency law goes into effect in New York City today. That's going to require a salary range on most new job postings. The city joins a bunch of other states that have already done the same, and this is a big deal because once that information is out somewhere, it's going to be really hard for employers to keep it a secret everywhere. Case in point, American Express just announced it's listing salary ranges for new jobs across the country in anticipation of NYC's new law. A federal judge has blocked the merger of Penguin Random House and Simon & Schuster in a major win for Joe Biden's antitrust agenda. The deal would have combined two of the biggest book publishers in the United States, but the Justice Department successfully argued that a merger would eliminate competitive bidding for authors, leading to lower advances and less diverse stories, something the DOJ says would ultimately impoverish our democracy. Penguin Random House is struggling to keep its market share. It now has to cough up $200 million to Simon & Schuster's parent company for not closing the deal. The Labor Department says that so far in 2022, worker productivity is at its lowest point since 1947. This sort of complicated measurement for how much output a worker can generate in an hour dropped after surging to new heights in the early days of the pandemic. You can take your pick for possible reasons. Disengage workers quiet quitting, folks in the Great Resignation being new to their jobs, or maybe return to office plans have dampened that work-from-home efficiency. To be fair, the data here is all over the place. Manufacturing productivity is up, for example. But experts are worried that if this is a real trend, the lack of productivity could have negative ripple effects across the entire economy. Did you know you can share any of our segments on social media? Just look in the description section on your podcast app and you'll see a little share link next to each story. It's super easy. Give it a try. It's time to play Who Wrote What? And Dave, it's great to have you back from Babyland. Welcome. I mean, I'm still in Babyland, but I am back. It is good to be back. (laughs) And uh, our producer, Frank Alito, is here to help us play. Frank. Hey. (gasps) 
Yeah, welcome back, Dave. Hope you. you've been able to catch some of the news in between diaper changes and feedings. <laughs> uh, but first, let me remind everyone how we play. Uh, in Who Wrote What? I'm going to read you an excerpt from a memoir or autobiography about someone who's recently been in the news. The two of you will then have 20 seconds to work together and agree on who wrote it. And you can pause the clock at any time and ask for one clue. And you'll have three rounds to win. Dave, we got this. And even if we don't, I'm happy that you're back. So I win anyway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do we even need to play? Let's end it on that note. Okay, fine. Let's play. Let's play. Okay, here's the first excerpt. When I was first elected to the Democratic leadership, I received messages of congratulations from women and girls around the world. What was interesting to me was the large number of good wishes also received from fathers of daughters, who saw my success as opening new opportunities for girls. I appreciated the sentiment because of the special leadership my husband always had with our daughters. Okay, 20 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Well, I know who it's not. It's not Kanye. It's not Kanye. <laughs> I believe it is House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, even though I yeah. do not know if she has daughters, but I know that her name has been all over the news recently. So I have a feeling that's her. And she is a Democratic leader. I feel like that fits pretty well. This is true. So Yeah. yeah I, so, I'm going I'm to agree with Rebecca here. Yeah. Let, let's put our answer in. House Speaker yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Frank. Submitted. A strong start. It is Nancy Pelosi. Yay! Yes. Let's go. Her husband, Paul, was attacked in their San Francisco home early Friday morning. Uh, the intruder allegedly shouted, where is Nancy, before assaulting Paul with a hammer. The 82-year-old underwent brain surgery and is expected to fully recover. The House Speaker was in Washington, D.C. at the time. Absolutely awful. Okay, so on that somber note, are yep. you both ready for <laughs> round two? Yes. Bring it. Okay, here's your second excerpt. The truth is, I should never have been this guy. I wasn't the cool, clever, good-looking boy at school. I was never supposed to be the person who writes books or TV shows, host award ceremonies, or appear in films. But I always dreamt of it, hoped for it, longed for it, especially in my teens when I tried to form my own boy band, and through hundreds of auditions for parts which were met with constant rejection. 20 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. This is a tough one. This feels like... Any male celebrity who's male an actor? celebrity who's been in the news recently, but not just an actor, but like singer. <gasps> oh, I know, James Corden. You oh, you think? Yeah, oh, because of the restaurant stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna go with you on that guess for sure. These are cause... either so easy or I'm so smart this week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with so smart this week, Rebecca, because you were right again. Yeah. Two yeah. for two. It's James Corden. Nice. I'm riding Rebecca's coattails 100. <laughs> percent so yeah, James Corden has been in the news after the owner of a famous New York restaurant banned him for bad behavior. Restaurant owner Keith McNally called the comedian a tiny cretin of a man after <laughs> Corden abused and yelled at his staff. In his strange apology on his show last week, Corden never actually said the words, I'm sorry. He just weirdly complimented the restaurant and made a bunch of excuses. I didn't see cats, but I do not like James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see cats either because everyone was tweeting about how terrible James Corden was in it. So I do not like James Corden, but I think the strangest parts of cats was Taylor Swift. Don't get us canceled. Do not <laughs> anger Taylor Swift fans, Frank, please. It's too late. She wasn't she shouldn't have no. any cats, and that's the hill I will die. Oh on. no. <laughs> if you wanna write to Frank, write us at the refresh <laughs> at insider.com. 
I'll take on the Swifties. <laughs> Are you ready for the third and final round? Make it a wipeout. Come on. Let's do it. Okay. Here's your final excerpt. Well, shit. How y'all doing? That's how all this started. That's how I became an Instagram maven. I had to look up the word maven to make sure I'm using it right. I am not. I certainly do not understand Instagram, but somehow, as so often happens in this crazy world, I amassed a gobsmacking number of followers. 20 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. This is the saddest answer. Leslie Jordan. Comedian extraordinaire. Rebecca, you're absolutely crushing it this week. Dave, you're barely showing up here. (laughs) (laughs) If any of the answers were my baby, I would have totally nailed this. Well, it was... It was Leslie Jordan, not Dave's baby. And Leslie Jordan died last week at the age of 67. He may have suffered a medical emergency while driving in Hollywood and crashed his car. Jordan won an Emmy for his role in Will and Grace, and he reached a huge audience during the pandemic with his amusing daily Instagram videos. So just to recap, everyone, um, Rebecca won this whole thing. I lost. And I would also say Dave is a loser here as well. I would also say I lost. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Frank. Welcome back, Dave. Yeah, thank you both. And as you know, we typically end with a song, but this time, let's listen to one of my favorite Leslie Jordan videos. Well, shit, what are y'all doing? I'm sitting here in the airport. My flight to Charlotte got, I mean, my private jet that I take to Los Angeles. (laughs) So full of shit. I like to sit here and people watch, but here's the problem. The few people that are here are watching me. Oh, to be famous and fat. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rob Gunther. Thanks for listening. 